Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be part of our community, head on over to missionmatters.com forward slash community to apply. All right, so today is a very special episode. We're bringing back Mayor Vartanian back onto the show. We've been working with Mayor on a book, which I'm proud to announce is finally out, launched, and live. So Mayor is a director over at Scope CRE and also a general partner at Hyperion Capital Partners. Hey, Mayor, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Adam. It's good to be back. All right, Mayor. So your topic, first off, the power of delayed gratification and what you choose to write about, what you chose to write about near and dear to my heart. I want to go into that. And we're, of course, going to get into what you're doing over at Scope CRE and also Hyperion Capital Partners. But before we do all that, you already know the drill. We'll start this episode the way that we start them all with what we call our Mission Matters Minute. So Mayor, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Mayor, what mission matters to you? My mission, I like growing businesses, man. I, I like seeing, starting things from the ground up and seeing where I can get them and you know, getting a lot of people tied into them. And then it, you know, the stakes are always higher when you do that. You have people's lives that you're, you're helping in charge of, right? Employing people and how, you know, watching them grow, watching their families grow, and just seeing how many times I can do that. You know, we're, we're here for a short amount of time on this planet. It's, I, I like the process. I, I love you know, getting that first draft of paper out and starting the business plan and you know, looking back in a few years and seeing where I got it. That's my mission. I do believe that's my mission on this planet is to grow as many businesses as I can, help as many families as I can, and add value to as many people as I can. Yeah, that's great. Love love bringing on mission-based individuals to share, you know, why they do what they do, how they're doing it, and really what we can all learn from each other so we grow together. That's the whole point of Mission Matters, to grow together. So great having you back on the show. And I don't want to assume that maybe some of our newer audience or listeners, we've been very blessed and the show's been growing. I don't want to assume that our newer audience has has caught some of our previous work we've done together. So that being said, maybe just start uh, with the, to get us kicked off with your background and really how you got started as an entrepreneur in the real estate space. Yeah. You know, first generation American, parents own small dry cleaners in the suburbs of Philadelphia out here, worked there my whole life throughout high school and early college. So it was, you're always in the mix of uh, the entrepreneurial lifestyle when you're working with your parents. And if anyone who has worked with their parents knows it's not always easy, it's probably the most difficult working environment, hmm. you know, and you def- there's no HR. So you have, to, you have to make do with what you have. And then from, from there, it's, you know, when you're, when you're first in college and you're getting your first internships, your first work experience, you see how corporate life is compared to, you know, the, the blue collar life of what, you know, you kind of grew up in. And you start thinking, you know, there's a happy median here. I didn't want to go the blue collar route. I went the other way. But being an entrepreneur growing up in that environment, I think, mm-hmm. shaped the way for everything. And then as far as getting into real estate, it was more or less an accident. I thought I was going to be in, in wealth management, investment banking, you know, worked at one of the big banks, my first job out of college, didn't like it. I, I didn't see that, that growth aspect. I didn't see what mm-hmm. I can actually do that mattered. So I left and I... I, I I put all that work and effort towards building something on my own and it, real estate brokerage was where I landed. Ultimately, I th- it was different than what I thought I was going to do. I, it was a different field, something new to learn. So it, that was exciting to me and being uh, front and center, interacting with clients was what kind of drew me to it. I wanted to be 
I wanted to be the player. I wanted to be the guy that people can rely on that, that they call. And now I am that, which is very, it's crazy. But looking back at the short amount of time where, how we got to where we are today. And then, you know, it's, it's real estate brokerage is, uh, it's more, it's an art and a business scaling that business has been interesting to learn. But then also while doing that, perfecting my craft in how to run the process. And, you know, it's the reason why people hire me, work with me and not others. Mm. Yeah, it's a great story. And one of the things I definitely relate to you on is, well, obviously the wealth management side for anybody that has been listening to the show for a long time, they know that's, I started out as a financial advisor for moving into media, but, but just also that, that entrepreneurial background and that grit and watching our parents do other things. And they're like, man, like there's, there's, there's other ways to do this too. Not saying that they did anything wrong, right? I mean, they, they built lives and they, they, they lived in a different time than we did, but the way I see it though, is that when I saw your chapter too, the power of delayed gratification, I saw it and I'm like, oh, this is a, that's something that I feel like even just that concept of like apprenticeship in something. When we think about that, like that's gone for, for many individuals to where they think that, you know, of the, the uh, Facebook age or the, you know, of, of you're supposed to drop out of college or like, and start this big tech startup and blah, 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 and all the stuff that we've been kind of inundated with. But if you, if, if you look at a lot of the companies and how this country was built and, and many countries for that matter, it's been on the backs of like generations of work and labor and like, and methodical planning and executing day in, day out, whether it's a dry cleaning business, whether it's my dad's auto body shop, one car at a time, right? Right. Or what it's uh, like, that's the stuff that to me matters. And that's what builds the infrastructure of the company as well, like that or the country as well. Maybe just tell me why, like a lot of things you could have wrote about. So for everybody that's watching this, just so you know, when we, when we published an author, we asked them what they like to write about and kind of what matters most to them. So similar to the way that I asked the, what mission matters to you question. So, and then we take, we look at their feedback and what they want to, what they want to get out there and make sure it matches our audience, the book, everything else. So that's just a little back backstory for the audience. But this topic, like why was it near and dear your heart? A lot of things you could have wrote about why this, why now? Delayed gratification. It's, I feel like it's one of those things that, that we don't think about as much anymore, you know, it's, yeah. especially, you know, what you said, the Facebook age, like that's bootstrapping a tech company, but then mm-hmm. everyone's in, inundated by that tech now, you know, it, yeah. like clips are 15 seconds long. Music is 45 seconds long now it's where our attention spans are shorter and i I think that's the biggest hindrance to that is the fact that thinking bigger thinking more long term Mm. is is hampered and building the business any entrepreneur will tell you it's not you know putting out you know putting your wares out for sale your services out for sale and expecting paychecks tomorrow you know it's especially in real estate brokerage you know it, it takes by the time you list a property to closing it you know, we closed a property this week. It was under, it, it took eight months to close that out. Wow. Prior to congrats, congrats. I don't like Thanks. to, Hey, I celebrate the wins of our community, man. You closed out a property this week. Congrats, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. But again, that's delayed gratification. You, you, yeah. it's, it's hard to kind of always keep focus on what you're working mm-hmm. for. Why, why are you doing all these, every little piece of every little bit of effort you put towards it. There's something at the end of the tunnel and it's, mm keeping yourself mentally focused for it. I always tell us my, my team, we're athletes, right? You know, and we're not, this isn't football. It's not 16 weeks. This is, 
this is baseball. We're playing, you know, dozens of games. And, you you know, just, just because you're not having, you know, you're having a series that's not so hot, you know, next week it might be different. That's the week that can change everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's in delayed gratification. I think it's, it's the backbone of any entrepreneur. It's the mm-hmm. only way you can actually scale multiple businesses or just your sole business, the one you care about the most to uh, a meaningful level. Yeah. And the other thing that I think having this concept going into something is that like false starts. When I think about people, like a lot of times when they fail in things, and I'll just use one particular example that I see over and over again is we're, we're in the podcast business. I know you know that. I know our audience knows that we produce a lot of shows. And because of that, there's so many shows that I've seen that were like, man, this will be a great show. And we, we launched the show. We do everything else. And then, you know, six months down the line, the person's not Joe Rogan. And I'm like, nobody told you that your show, just because it's a great show, it is a great show. But you have to give, in, in my business, you have to give the audience a bit of time to grow with you so that they know that you're not going anywhere. To win an audience's trust takes, you know, not days, not weeks, not months. It takes years. When you think about like the greats, like the Johnny Carsons of the world or like the, or like uh, Oprah or like, I mean, all of the greats, Howard Stern, like in, in his space, like they didn't earn, they didn't have that name or do what they're doing now. We're talking, you know, in, in Oprah's case, I'll, I'll use her, she's done over 40,000 interviews. Like that's, that's a career. That's how she owns the, owns her audience and has that type of loyalty and fan base. And that's why people, so for when I'm, when I'm coaching new podcasts, like hosts or things like that, I'm like, it's going to take some time, but, but you're also going to grow through that process. So kind of relating that back to real estate in your particular business, like what have you seen like on this, on this process of growth and things? Cause I know another thing is, you, you know, your team's always growing, you're doing different things. You're bringing the right types of individuals on your team. Like, tell me a little bit more on how, how that resonates with you. It's like me, a lot of the guys I bring on, it's, you know, real estate brokerage wasn't maybe their main focus. You know, yeah. you, you don't learn this in college and it's a very gritty job, right? You're, I mean, it's, it's the very essence of sales. You're, mm. you're cold calling, you know, it's, and you know, for the first few weeks starting out, first few months starting out, you're cold calling people and they're just hanging up on you. It's demeaning. It can be very discouraging. Mm-hmm. But seeing through that, understanding your goal, and then it, it changes your perspective. A lot of people always ask me for a script or what to do or how to do something. Mm-hmm. For the first two, three weeks, I give almost zero guidance. I, like I, Because that's how I learned. Get yeah. in there, get beat up. It's the only way you're going to understand to really see what's going to... It makes you think more in, in parallels of, of the process. It, you need to understand what, you know, understand, getting beat up helps you understand mm-hmm. what people are looking for. And then you'll better, then you'll be able to play the verbal judo better, mm-hmm. understanding how to hold a conversation with a complete stranger. It's, it's, it's again, a skill that no one really learns. We're, we're, we're taught how to write emails in college, maybe yeah. not, not how to make a cold call. And then from there, it's refining it, refining your, your conversation, your, your skill set and how you're actually going to start adding value. And then you, once you, then you can think more holistically after you kind of go through the uh, steps. And then that's where I really step in is, is building out a strategy, building out a plan. How do you want to define yourself in the marketplace? How do you want to define yeah. what you bring to the table? Is it something you can be consistent with? Because what mm-hmm. you're saying, like 40,000 interviews, that's consistency right there yeah. at, a, at, a, at a grand scale. 
and anyone's career, consistency is always key. Mm-hmm. What gets measured gets improved. I'm a strong believer in that. So how can we quantify your actions every day? Mm-hmm. Build, and, you know, it, that shouldn't be a second job either. You should, you can't think about, you have to think about both these in mm-hmm. parallel because one drives the other and you can't have one over compensate for the other. And you're an accountability partner. You know, I want them to be accountable. This is a meritocracy. Mm-hmm. I, I, just because I've been doing this longer than they have doesn't mean I, I, like what I'm doing is right or wrong. I mean, if, yeah. so I have people critique me all the time. I'm looking for that. I, I, you're always improving your game. You're always changing something. And it's, it's constant growth. And as you're, as you're doing that, you have to be open-minded. And it, I think that's, that's part of the journey. That's part of the fun part about getting to the, that, you know, that finish line that doesn't really exist. You know, the next closing, the next big deal, or, you know, getting your, yourself to a place where you're just comfortable taking your family on vacation, mm-hmm. simple things like that. But it's all like ba- building the, the building box to get there. Yeah. I think it's exciting. Once you kind of shift your mind and that mindset and you just understand like there's a process and that others have gone through this as well, then to me, it lifts off some of that pressure. You still have to do the work. Like you still have to, in your case, you still have to, you know, get beat up by, if you're a new person in commercial real estate, you got to get beat up on the phone, right? That's, a, that's and, and I like that you say they don't teach that in college. I'm like, you know, I don't have kids, but hopefully one day I will. And if I do, I'm like, I, I want one of their first things when they're young to be, to be making some cold calls because I feel like that, it just builds another level of character and lets you be able to really, you know, hold your own in a society that's not always going to be like nice to you. Not everybody's going to be nice. And we're not always going to have participation awards. Maybe that, maybe that age isn't a pendulum's now shifting now. And maybe we're moving away from participation awards. I don't know. I don't have that crystal ball, but, but I do know this, make it some cold calls. will build some character that I do know. So looking at, I want to talk a little bit about the, about your areas because If you do this, if you have delayed gratification, if you consistently build, if you pour into others like you're doing with your team, if you give people that deserve attention through their efforts, attention, then you can establish yourself. And not everybody can do this. I mean, you've been doing this a long time, but you can put yourself out there as a market leader and a market maker, which is, I think, something super Mm -hmm. unique. I know it's something that your team and what you're known for in your area. Maybe talk a little bit about how that came about and really how you lead in that market. Yeah, you grow into it. Mm-hmm. You start while you're making a market, you don't realize you're doing it typically. Yeah. While you're That's the building cool part about it, I feel like also yeah. like you you look up one day because you've been grinding so hard, you've had your nose to the grindstone, you're like, and you're like all of a sudden, like, whoa, we're set in the market. Go ahead. I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, no, no you're absolutely right. Yeah. You look back and you're like, whoa, like we just did that. Like, and you're looking at all the pieces that came together the, from the first conversation to the last uh, signature. And you're like, wow, we did that. We, we put that together and it shifts the landscape. You, you, mm. you start getting phone calls from people, you know, appraisers, buyers, sellers, everyone's asking you questions and you know, you, you did that. And it's one of those things where people know if you played a role in it or not, right? It's mm. if, if you're the reason that happened, there's, you know, you ask the right questions and the guys who know what they're doing, ask the right questions. The guys who have been in this industry longer than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. Ask the right questions, and all of a sudden, they want to hang out. They want to be with you. They want to pick your yeah. mind, pick your brain, and you know, is, is it? Do you do it with purpose every time? Or no, not necessarily. You're you're dealing. You're working with the tools you have. You're working with the 
what you're in my case, what I'm the product I'm selling at the time or the clients I'm working with. Every situation is different, and that's the best part about real estate. No two buildings are the same. No two apartment buildings, warehouses are the same. There, everything's different, and everything there's a caveat for everything we do, and it's exciting because it's it's a new problem every day. Mm. But with new problems come uh, new solutions, and those solutions are the reason you're getting hired. The, the the building we closed out this week, there is many problems. You know, we're not, it, you know, where we are today in October of 2023, not the best economic environment. Banks mm. banks collapsed a few months ago. Lenders aren't lending. And, you know, we still, we, we still were able to overpraise and, you know, we got bank financing, tradi- wow. traditional bank financing. It's, but why? It's because the, the pieces we put to, to place in the beginning of the process mm-hmm. carry, you know, they slowly carry through to the end and we got done what we had to get done. And, mm. you know, we're, we, we got an applaud from it, from our buyers and our sellers. And yeah. it's, it's, you, you learn this though. No one taught us how to do this. You can't teach it. You have at, at a certain point, you have to just do it embrace the failure because we failed a lot, especially in the beginning, we're failing Mm. every day. And from failures are only failures if you don't learn anything from them. Yeah. And if you can take something from it, it's like, you know, why not? You're going to be able to apply it for the next time. And Mm. and that's, that's, again, what separates us. We don't fear failure. Mm. And if if anything, we, we, if we see the, the abyss, if we see the unknown, we run right into it. Maybe we're cowboys. I don't think so. (laughs) We have a process in the back uh, that's kind of uh, functioning in the background that Mm -hmm. gets us through it. But we we can say we're market makers now. Um, And it's, it's a, it's a good feeling. What keeps you going? What keeps you motivated right now? When uh, some of the things that you said, like externally, maybe certain areas in, in real estate aren't doing too well. And it is a, it is a, for context for everybody that's watching this or listening to this, we're recording this on October 20th, 2023 for some context there, but you know, it's, it's a rough real estate market. I think some, some areas are still fine, but overall, like there's, there's some things happening. Interest rates affect everybody on some level. And at some point in the supply chain, whether it's building, financing, whatever. So even if you have deep pockets, like you're paying attention right now, let's put it that way. That being said, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you going? Like, what's your North Star right now? It, it, it's always perspective, right? The reason I'm, I am where I am today is because I'm an entrepreneur. And I did, I remember when my first woke up call was in the beginning, the first, you know, six weeks of COVID when people were furloughed, working from home, yeah. all that job security all of a sudden went away. And, you know, I remember getting an email saying, you can't go into the office. And I sat at home for a week thinking it was going to take a week. And yeah. they're telling me I, I can't, you know, like I can't come into the office. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm, my friends are working from home. I can't, I, I'm, I have to be out there in the streets talking yeah. to clients, doing deals. I can't just sit around and wait. And yeah. it's basically that same, it, I, we didn't. And that's where we captured the most market share while our competition was sleeping. They were hanging out, they were waiting. We weren't. I'm impatient, so I went after it. This is the same situation. Just wow. it's, a, it's, it's a different scenario. It's a, you know the. So would you are, say you thrive in these situations too? Like you're, you ha- yeah. This is uh, like when when things are tough. It's just a reason to work harder. Like tough times create tough men. I believe in that. Tough people. And you know, three years ago, my you know my my grandmother was able to write uh, a three percent interest uh, mortgage. Mm-hmm. Now getting debt financing is difficult. And this is, you know, this is what separates the, this is where we can 
really define the fact that we are market makers. We are market leaders because we're still transacting in this environment. Yeah. If it gets even worse, I'm, I'm just going to work harder. Uh-huh. And if it gets better, I'm, I'm just going to work. I'm just, I'm still going to work harder. Yeah. It does. We're building the momentum. And the second we stop, our momentum stops. And then the rest, not just, I'm not going to feel it. My partner's not going to feel it. Mm. Everyone else is going to feel it as well. Our clients, our, our staff, our, yeah. our employees, the rest of our team, if I stop, I'm letting down dozens of people. Mm. That's what motivates me. That's the, the constant pressure that's over my head. Everyone, I don't have children, but my employees do. My, my other agents do. Mm. They're all like, I'm, I'm working for all of us. It's exciting. You wake up in the morning and you have people relying on you. It's, the mo- it's, it's probably one of the most exciting feelings in the world. It's a lot of pressure, but it's, you know, it, it definitely gets me going, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, Mayor, uh, I do want to spend a little bit of time with some of the time we have left is maybe just talking about geography, your specialty, your areas you work in. So whether it's Scope CRE and with Hyperion Capital Partners. So maybe tell us a little bit more about, about your specialties. Yeah. So I just joined Scope about a month ago. As congrats, I came in as director. Again. Thank you. Me and my team, we we're leaders at a, one of the national firms we and the way we did things was different. We we bring a very white glove approach to our process, mm-hmm. and the way we wanted to scale, we didn't think we can do it there. So what we did was one of my a good friend of mine, Phil, who's managing director at Scope. We mm-hmm. we joined up with him and his, his team to kind of scale our very. I want to call it, it's more of a like I call it like a luxury brokerage. We yeah. more hands on service that our clients are expecting from us. We're, we're filling in gaps that we couldn't at our, at our old shop. And then on top of that, not and really scaling that out on top of mm. that, scaling out scope as a brand regionally. So it's, it's again, a more holistic view of it. Mm. And it's building businesses within businesses that we're, we're here to spearhead. So that, that's exciting. And, and it's, you know, it's been a month. It's been great. Man, and that is exciting. Congrats. We're breaking yeah. all kinds of news today. It's awesome. Yeah, no, it's, 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 you have to keep, keep it changing constantly. Mm-hmm. I, I thrive in change. Tra- change yeah. excites me. And then with Hyperion Capital, it's our acquisition firm, you know, mm-hmm. a s- small family office between my partner and myself. You know, it's, it's a, our own real estate portfolio that we've been, uh, we've been growing and operating with some friends and families as well. And that's just, you know, it's, we're, we're patient with that. We don't rush into anything. We're very mm-hmm. focused on that as well. And, you know, we're growing that out at a, at a slower pace, but it's, that's, that's there for us. And that's yeah. kind of our, our safety net at the end of the day, you know, when, mm-hmm. when we retire. So that, that's, been, that's been fantastic to watch what we've turned that into and where we're going with that. The other ideas and concepts we have brewing in the background. And, and that's another thing. A, a lot of this is finding people to align with, you know, the mm-hmm. delayed gratification isn't an easy concept to wrap your head around. Because you don't know when that gratification is going to hit. It, you know, we've been doing this. We've had so many successes in the last few months, mm. last few years, but we're still not. It's we're still not gratified yet, right? It's, yeah. it's it, we, we don't know where we're where we're going. And finding other people that align with you, surrounding yourself by that 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 kind of like mental workforce is mm. is exciting because it, it's like playful competition. I'm, I'm on the phone with my partners talking about different ways we can do things. Yeah. And it, are we ready for this? Can we do this? Maybe we should uh, look into that, spend some money on this, gamble with it, take a chance. And, you know, it, like, it's, it's exciting. I mean, it's, it's great being in those rooms, like, you know, the, the, the late night talk conversations about just how, how to run the world, how to rule the world. Yeah. It's, 
you know, it does never get old. Oh, that's great, man. I, I love it. I love the story. And again, I, I love I love you bringing this news to here. I knew I'm working with 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 scope now. So that's awesome to hear and closing Thanks. deals, man. I, I expect nothing less of you. And I knew every time you come on the show, you bring you bring the fire, you bring something different and new and you always got some news. So thank you for that. Anytime. Well, there, just have to say it has been great having you back on the show. I like launching the book with you so much fun so so good working with you and to continue to get that out to my audience and for the audience just so you know there'll be a link in the show notes uh, for you to pick up a copy so you can also read more about mayor mayor of mayor's writing and our other authors that participated in the book as well um, but that being said mayor i mean what's next what's next for you what's next for for your career I don't know. It's we're again closing we're, some we're, deals. I already know the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, it's it's closing deals. That's just we're at a point where that's just happening, right? That's the lifeblood of our operations. Yeah, at a new shop, getting things that we're assimilating. We're we're starting new processes. I I, I was before the show. We were, I was telling you how we're looking at making more hires in in this environment, especially growing mm-hmm. our international team. So, you know, we've been working on that this week and, you know, there's only two months left in the year. So it's going to be a mad dash and I'm going to try to, you know, I'm going to be the first across the finish line. It's awesome. If somebody wants to follow up and learn more and connect with you and your team, what's the best way for them to do that? LinkedIn is a great uh, way to uh, reach out to me. Um, Twitter, I'm very active on or X, great communities in there. Uh, I'm very easy to contact. I want people to be able to reach out to me. My, uh, My phone number's everywhere. Give me a call, shoot me a text. Uh, I'm around. Awesome. And we'll put all that information in the show notes so that our uh, audience can just, uh, you know, click on the links, head right on over and check out your profile. And speaking of the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters or engaging in an episode, we're all about bringing on business owners, entrepreneurs and executives and having them share their mission, the reason behind their mission. You know, why do they do what they do and what can we all learn from that so we can all grow together? If that's the type of content that sounds interesting or fun or exciting to you, we welcome you. Hit that subscribe button. We have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line, and we don't want you to miss a thing. Mayor, as always, thank you for coming back on the show, and uh, appreciate all you do, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me.